proud of this game, and you can do a great deal for football today. The whole tradition of the National Football League, there's just certain things that go together, the family, football, and we have it all today. Time never really stops for the great ones. It reaches out and wraps them in a cloak of immortality. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Happy Holiday. We welcome you to the lounge, and it's going to be a big week. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Charlie Boot. We are back in Arlington, Texas, and we are bringing two of our coaches from the NFL Alumni Academy uh, feet away right here on the field to you, wherever you are in the world, listening here to the NFL Alumni Academy on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and all other streaming platforms. Today's a very special day. First, we're going to be joined by Larry Kirksey, who is an NFL legend, has coached some of the greatest wide receivers in the history of our game, including Jerry Rice. And then we're going to have Coach Steve Smith. Coach Steve Smith has been a big part of the NFL Alumni Academy in previous years, went on, joined the USFL, and was the offensive coordinator and offensive line coach for the New Jersey Generals, brought a bunch of our players onto the Generals, and absolutely dominated during the USFL regular season. It's going to be really cool to hear both of the coaches' different takes on camp. Big shout-out to everybody who's helped out the NFL Alumni Holiday Fund. Learn more at NFLalumni.org. Just had an incredible Christmas party at the corporate office. Uh, Check out the NFL Alumni social media to see it. But the kids were smiling. They got to meet former players, hang out with the NFL Alumni staff. It's always a special day. So to find out all the stuff that we've got going on throughout the year, be sure to visit NFLalumni.org. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get this party started and catch up with NFL coaching great wide receiver coach here at the NFL Alumni Academy, Coach Larry Kirksey. And this episode is being powered by Elevate Health, the very best in athletic recovery. We have all the gear on full display here. Head over to elevatehealth.com. You're going to see the best in hyperbaric oxygen therapy, red light therapy, blue light therapy, fibroacoustic beds, everything that we've got here at the camp you can have in your home. Visit ElevateHealth.com. And without further ado, let's get into it now with wide receiver coach Larry Kirksey, the great Larry Kirksey. Coach, how are you? Well, thank you very much for having me. I mean, it's taken a while, but it's all good. I was trying. I was trying. You know how to get rid of the coverage. <laughs> well, that's part of it, you know. <laughs> so what have you thought of this whole Alumni Academy? Well, I think it's a... It's a it's a great uh, institution for these young men to come here and be a part of this because it gives them another opportunity uh, to pursue their goals and the things they want to do and try to get to the NFL or the other professional levels that have been uh, available to these guys now. Absolutely. And I mean, all week, it's, it's really cool, too. When you're being coached by guys who have seen it at the highest level, that inspires the players. And there's like been this instant love, chemistry, and inspiration that they found from you. And that's been cool to see with the whole group. Well, like I said, it's about giving back now. And I've been very blessed to coach with a lot of great coaches and coach a lot of great players. And now to watch these young guys, to see and emulate those guys right. and see the things that they've done and, and try to pattern their games after that, that's, that's good to watch. And, and like I said, it's a learning curve, but, you know, these young guys are willing to do those things, so that makes sense. 
It's kind of cool, too, like when you see the whole full circle-ness of this whole NFL Alumni Academy. These guys were walking out today, and they were like, I heard two of them talking, they were like, he's, he's Coach Jerry, man. He's seen Jerry. And, like, you know, that gold standard trickles down, and it gets them all playing on their highest level. Well, and I think it's, it's awesome that they, they all can relate to Jerry, but, you know, there's a lot of guys that have come after Jerry, you know, Randy Moss, uh, Terrell right. Owens, uh, Andre Johnson's, uh, the J.J. Stokes, uh, and on and on, and uh, Jacoby Jones even. There's a guy that, you know, they really should learn more about that came out of small college, Absolutely. Lane College, and went on to have a productive career. So it's good that these guys are up on all the former guys, the guys in the NFL and the guys who played their positions to understand that it's going to be hard work for them to get to the level they need to get to. Absolutely. What do you think right now – has there been a factor that you're seeing that's missing? Because most of these guys, to everybody watching, if you're just learning about the academy, most of these guys were on with NFL rosters as you know, nearly as a couple weeks ago, training camp stuff. Um, do you, is there a certain weakness you've identified, or is every case different? Well, again, I think it's a little bit different because uh, some have gone on to larger universities, yeah. and they've been well coached, whereas some of the HBCUs, because of uh, the lack of, you know, number of coaches and lack of other things that come into play. They don't get the quality all the time, but at the same time, I just think those HBCU coaches are catching up now. Now, you look at what Dion's doing down in Jackson State and the guys down in uh, Tennessee State and all those HBCU schools now, they're starting to catch up and they're starting to get it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just a matter of time that, uh, you know, those schools right now, when no matter what athlete comes out of there, they will all be able to compete on the same level. What was your first pro coaching gig? My first job was at uh, 49ers. Wow. So how was that for you? How was that taking on your first pro job? Well, it, it was good because it gave me a chance. Uh, I have never gone to an NFL game live in my what? whole career. And the first game that uh, I saw live, I actually coached in it. <laughs> and Jerry Rice broke the all-time touchdown record. So <laughs> that was pretty, pretty cool. You know, I can't pretty, make that so, up. No. So that's really, really uh, remarkable that, you know, the opportunity that was presented to me to do that. Absolutely. So. so now when you see these guys, what's one piece of advice? And even to, you know, guys that were either trying to get into the camp or guys that right now aren't sure where they are in their career, what's a piece of advice you could give them? Uh, that, again, uh, you got set goals. Yeah. And you got to have priorities. You got to have discipline. And you got to be willing to do the things when nobody's looking. Mm. And, uh, and that – like I said, in itself, you know, I think Jerry had a quote that, you know, he, he works hard today, so the things he accomplishes tomorrow, you know, people, you know, just, just comes natural. So Absolutely. That's what he does. And uh, I just think these guys, too, are the, the younger generation today, these athletes, they see that. Yeah. And they know that they got to work hard and pursue their, their goals and their dreams. And the only way to do that is by working hard and be disciplined. And Coach, there was, this, there was a play today. A receiver went out and it seemed like he had a chance at a ball and he went for a one-hand catch and you took him aside afterwards and you said why do that and it was really cool to see and and it's almost it's like a like a father relationship almost to where the guy's like damn like they know that it's like they're wrong there <laughs> well I tell you uh, the kids today they can make those one-handed catches they really can right and you've seen it happen uh, even in high school right and the thing about it is is that it's better with two but at some point in time, you know, uh, the way these guys are built today, that they got bigger hands and those gloves are bigger and, and, and stickier. And stickier. <laughs> so they can make those plays, but when given an opportunity, if you can make two hands, do it two hands rather than one. Yeah. Fundamentals. Absolutely. 
Now we're about to have the second session start. Are you thinking anything differently? Because like we get you get three weeks with these guys. Like, is it anything <laughs> different now? Like, well, it, it's funny you should say that because we just finished our last film session, and we're talking about route concepts. And I said, well, in essence, we probably should have double moved that guy, and things of that nature. And they said, well, coach, we didn't even we talked about it, but we didn't even do it. So I said, we're going to do it next week. So they, and they just went crazy. I mean, <laughs> so. A lot of guys asking, yeah. can we stay longer? Can we stay the next session? Yeah. It just goes to show the quality of the program. Well, I tell you, it, it, it is quality here. Yeah. And it's an opportunity that these guys get to work with the other coaches, and, you know, with Chip and uh, Dean and all the things that they're doing. So it's pretty unique. And I just think that uh, it's something that's been needed for quite some time. Absolutely. And uh, I just think that uh, it should be all uphill from here. Absolutely. And, Coach, uh, last question I got for you. The guys that break camp. They're going to be going home now until they either get called back up to an NFL roster or until the XFL season starts. What is What do you hope they do with their time while they're home? Well, we just talked about that in the last meeting. They need to go home. And, of course, some of them have jobs. Mm-hmm. Go do your job. You know, you, you, you can go in early in the morning you know, to get you know, your workout in or you set a time that you can go in the evening. But regardless, you still have to go and continue you know, your walk and, and your run to get to where you need to get to, but you still have to continue to do the things that you were doing when you were here at this camp. To guys that have ambitions of being coaches, do you have any advice for how they could get into coaching? Well, I, I just think that uh, I think it's a great profession. I think coaches are great teachers. Yeah. Uh, and I think those young guys, if they can come in and, and, and just be a part, sit in the classroom and understand, you know, what these older coaches are trying to tell them. But I just think that it's all about communication mm-hmm. and it's all about teaching. And you don't have to scream, yell, and cuss to get it done. And uh, and I, I've always, you know, done that, that, you know, from that end. And, and they once said, you know, watch out, you know, those quiet guys. You got to watch out for those guys. Mm-hmm. But, but at the same time, again, uh, I think it's a place for these young coaches to come in and get better and, and pursue their dreams or goals. And if they want this, if this is what they want to do, then they should come. Absolutely. And, Coach, it means the world to have you here. It elevates the whole thing. It's made the athletes' experiences better. It's been made the coaches, the staff. It's, it's elevated everybody's experience. So, honored to have you here. Well, thanks very much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, buddy. Thank you to Coach Larry for joining the show. And now, ladies and gentlemen, a man that you can only call a bona fide stud. Coach Steve Smith. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well, Charlie. How are you doing today? Doing great, man. It's really cool. Like, I was so excited when I walked into camp and saw you here, and I had so many questions for you, and I finally caught you here in the lounge. <laughs> okay. Shoot away, man. Tell me what you got. <laughs> so take us from uh, last year. We're in Canton, Ohio. We're at camp. Camp was smaller than this year because we were training running backs, linemen, you know, edge rushers. Uh, and then you went on to the New Jersey Generals in the USFL. Not only did your team really dominate all regular season, you had a great season, but you took so many guys from the academy. What was that journey like into the USFL? Uh, it, it was a great journey, and uh, I was able, I was blessed to be able to get some guys that I work with, uh, like Garrett McGinn and um, you know Jake Lacina and, and Evan Heim. So it, it was it was good to get those guys, and they were they did a great job for me here. Uh, training those guys and giving them the opportunity to, to move forward to extend their career. Yeah. And then a mixture of a couple of other guys like uh, Robert Myers, who I had since he was 19, uh, adding uh, Calvin Ashley, who's our starting right tackle, and adding Terry Poole, our starting left tackle. 
And those guys jailed together, you know, and when they jailed together, man, they just made for some of the best run game that you could have and best best offense that you could have. And working with Coach Riley and us putting it together and uh, along with our quarterback coach, Zero Rollins and uh, Jay, you know, it, it was just it was just a great camaraderie of the staff, yeah. you know, offensively as well as the staff defensively. But uh, the way our guys just gelled together and came together as a team and as a family, that was just that was the thing that made it more more special than anything. That's so cool. It was so cool to see you all on that journey together. Now, how was the USFL experience? Obviously, we're all here in the name of creating more opportunities for our guys. What was the USFL experience? Man, the USFL experience was awesome. You know what they did was they gave they gave guys hope. They gave guys opportunities. Uh, you had 50 players go from the USFL last year that go that went to. The NFL, 13 of them made practice squads. One or two of them made the uh, the 53-man roster, which one of them being the MVP of the league, which is our our own <laughs> New Jersey general, <laughs> Kevontae Turpin. And I laugh when I say about that because, you know, Turp was – I had Turp the year before, and uh, he was just so amazing for what he did, uh, along with, you know, guys that was from the academy who became uh, – Davin Bellamy. Yeah, Davin Bellamy was one of those guys who was all USFL. You had Garrett McGinn who was all USFL. Uh, you had a lot of guys who were who were all USFL that were from the academy, and, uh, and and that was the great thing about it. Guys got an opportunity not, you know, they didn't get the shot in the NFL that they wanted, but they got an opportunity to display their talent and ability, and I think that's the one thing about the USFL. It's going to continue to grow and keep continue to give guys those opportunities. Whoa, the crowd, the fans are already going wild. Dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is a good interview off the bat, guys. So – we are here in Dallas, Texas. What have you thought of the facilities for this year's uh, academy? Oh, this is awesome, man. This is awesome being here at Choctaw Stadium. And, uh, you know, you know everything that they got going on right now, it's, it's been really good. Uh, the great, the weather is, is unbelievable right now because normally we would be in Canton. It'd be a little cold. You'd be bundled up. We but now this, right, but this weather is awesome, man. And it's, it's good to be back and uh, work with Dean and these guys. And, and actually, it's even better because now we've, They've added so many other positions for it. So you get a little bit of team here. Yeah. You get a little bit more of, a, of the run game going. So, again, you know, you get a chance to, to be able to teach some things that you weren't able to teach before and see it work. And coach, I got to say this, and I got to say this to everybody watching. I've, I've, you know, I've seen so many coaches in action. There's this special glow and something about you. It's a magnetism that pulls the players close to you, but also the way that you speak to them. Coach pulls no punches. You know what I mean? Like, you make sure these guys get to – their best ability and you keep them there yeah you know I feel like this don't show me something that you don't want to display all the time mm. so once you show me how good you can really be I hold you to that standard I hold you accountable I make sure you I stand on your neck mm -hmm. that's what I call it I stand on your neck and I make sure that you give me that every time you step on the field because that's what you're going to do to give you that opportunity to get to the next level that's what's going to give you the opportunity to play in the USFL that's what's going to give you the opportunity to play in any, any other spring league that's out there uh so that's important and, you know, I think if these guys understand that, then they will start holding themselves accountable mm -hmm. and play and know that they need to play at that level at all times. It was pretty cool today, too. There was a, there was a player who was trash-talking another player, and then the next play he got beat. And I was there with Coach, and Coach said, you see, you got to be able to use things like that as a weapon in your arsenal, not one that you can't control. Yeah, that's definitely, you know, if, if I'm going to be a trash-talker, it's, it's, it's a tool that I use in my toolbox. To, to disturb a, my defender or anybody that I'm playing against. Right. Not to be, let them be able to talk trash to me and then I get all discombobulated and now I'm not <laughs> able to, to play and, and I get beat on the next play. So that's the one thing players got to understand. Hey, once you, once you understand who you are, once you got down 
what what you're capable of doing, and you want to add a couple other things to your your toolbox, great, let's add them. But make sure you add things to your toolbox that can help you, Mm -hmm. not things that can come back and get you in trouble as well. Absolutely. Now, we've heard rumblings from the NFL world, the USFL world, with coaching and your name attached to it. How cool has this experience been for you? And do you feel ready to take on a head coaching position? A lot of us here feel that you are, and a lot of people are rooting for that. Well, you know, it's, it, there are opportunities out there, and then uh, you know, if, if if the powers to be sees that those opportunities are that I can get a chance at some of those opportunities, I'm definitely ready for it. Uh, I think I've put myself in a position to prepare for it. I got a lot of people that support me behind it to get those opportunities, and uh, you know, I think the biggest thing for me is to make sure that. The team, any team that I get an opportunity to be a head coach of, it's going to be about trust. Mm-hmm. And when you get trust, guys know that you'll run through a wall for them. They're going to run through that wall for you. And, you know, I got ultimate goals that I got set for myself as a head coach. Uh, if that opportunity presents itself, and, you know, I'm, I'm all about winning championships. So that's one of the things that I, that I know that I'm going to get done. And I, I can't not let myself down. I cannot let myself down. I, I just, man, it's just, that's just something that's built in me. That's something that I want. And not only do I hold – players to that standard I hold myself to that standard you know we had a great run game and a great offense last year with uh, myself and Mike Riley putting it together and and uh the guys around us the supporters but it would not be anything if we didn't have the right players that trusted us to be able to do what we asked them to do and so that trust and that that foundation that we built our team on top of that trust was was so important and uh those guys ran through the wall for us because they knew we would run through the wall for them Absolutely, and that's something you guys should all remember. That's a gold standard. Once you've shown the highest level of ability that you're capable of, don't let yourself fall below that standard because you're only playing yourself at that point. Yeah, that, that's true. You know, we got to have uh, – players got to have a, a sense of where do they want to go, mm-hmm. right? And if you choose that you want to be play at the highest level, then everything you do, how you practice, how you uh, prepare for a game, how you, uh, how you talk – your character, your integrity, your standards, mm-hmm. uh, everything that you have behind has to stand for what you're trying to be. Because the one thing that will never change as a man is our last name. Mm. You know, as a woman, you, you know, you, you take on a man's last name. But as right. a man, as a young man, when people say your name, when they say Charlie Boots, they talk about Charlie Boots, who he was, and they talk about him as a character. So when your name is mentioned, it can be mentioned in a negative way or it can be right. mentioned in a positive way. And these young men have to understand that. So that's a part of, that's a part of the growth that they have to have as they move forward in their career. And every day you get those choices, and it's about keeping on that path and getting that name and always keeping that name clean. Uh, Coach, you're a gift to this game. You're a gift to this academy, and we're your biggest fans right here. We'll be rooting for you all year. Hey, man, I appreciate it, man. Thank you, Charlie. As always, you you know you're my guy, and I appreciate you having me, brother. Very special thanks to Coach Steve Smith. Thank you to Coach Larry Kirksey. Thank you for all tuning in to another episode of the NFL Alumni Lounge, which you can catch if you're not subscribed on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. You can catch the visual episodes to these interviews right on the NFL Alumni YouTube channel. And for all things NFL Alumni and to get involved around the country, be sure to visit NFLalumni.org. I'm your host, Charlie Boots, and I'll be seeing you right here next time in the NFL Alumni Lounge. Cheers and happy, happy holidays to you and yours.